Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit's Ramblings, Podcast 229. For those with very sensitive ears, you might notice things sound a little bit different this time. It's not anything bad. Next week, things will return to normal, but due to some super hot temperatures this week and some times on how things turned out in timing, it's a little bit more convenient for me to record a little bit differently this week. And so, I sound a little bit different. But hopefully it won't be too disruptive, and like I said, things will be back to normal next time. This time, I was finally feeling a little bit less sad about things, and I finally got to some of the games that somebody sent me for my birthday. So this time I talk a little bit about a couple of games. One of them is called Beat Buddy, Tales of the Guardians, and the other one is called Monster Loves You. And then I have a little bit of rambling about Wolfenstein, the old blood. I've gotten a little bit further in that. And things have turned and changed quite a bit. It actually went in a direction that I remember hearing about in reviews, but totally forgot about when I got the game. And that's all I have for this week. Hopefully, you'll enjoy the show. The first game I have, like I said, is called Beat Buddy, Tales of the Guardian. It's kind of an old school sort of exploration and puzzle game. It's a little bit different in that you are, this little guy is sort of living underwater, and I guess people are referring to him as a beat. He's kind of cute. He's sort of this teal green guy that looks kind of like a ghost with headphones. And it's kind of funny because when you sort of go inactive and you don't do anything for a little while, he just starts sort of dancing around in place. And he has many cute, silly dances he does. Like I said, it's a little bit strange. Everybody is underwater and they're all kind of this odd shape and odd creatures. And so it's sort of an alien world. Something has gone wrong. And so this little guy is trying to go and figure out what's gone wrong and fix all the things. It is a super cute game. It's sort of a hand-drawn art style in the background. Like I said, it's sort of underwater, so there's a lot of sort of cave walls. And there's not any fish or anything, but there are some critters, like there's a crustacean that you see pretty early on, and some spiky things that sort of bounce around. There's always sort of a beat in the background, and things will, like, move and do whatever it is they do, sort of on the beat. So it's kind of cool to hear the different beats coming in and out of the scene, and you see, you know, the different things doing whatever it is they do on the beat. Like the little crustacean guy will sort of bounce his head, and the spiky things, like I said, will sort of flare up on the beat, and then they'll get kind of smaller off the beat. So they're kind of flaring. But basically, you're trying to go around, and there's pretty simple puzzles to start. You just have to kind of carry one thing from one place to another place. 
And if there's a doorway, pulling the thing out might close the doorway. So there's a lot of opening and closing of doorways. And then there's sort of ricochet things you have to bounce yourself off of to do certain things. I won't do too many spoilers, and I haven't gotten very far in the game. I think I only played about an hour and a half. But it's got some puzzle elements. But nothing is too hard, and if you die, you just sort of respawn at the last checkpoint. So I'm pretty sure you have infinite lives, and it's not really any kind of penalty to death because you usually save pretty often. As you might guess, this would be a very good game for what I would say are little ones, but not too little. I would guess maybe 8 to sort of the teen years would really enjoy it because it's really fun and really cute, and it's, like I said, not too hard in terms of puzzles. At least not so far. I haven't played very far, but I don't expect that would change very much. And like I said, if you die, you you just respawn, basically. So it's not overly stressful. It seems more about exploration and sort of finding your way around than anything else. The puzzles, like I said, aren't too complicated. But again, like I said, I haven't played very long. But it does seem more focused on exploration and sort of doing lots of fun little things that are pretty easy to figure out. I think I got to chapter 4 of an unknown number of chapters. It doesn't say, you know, how long it will take to finish the game. But I liked it quite a bit. The person who gave it to me gave it to me as part of a humble bundle package. So it's probably pretty cheap on its own. I didn't look up the price. But it would be worth looking into if you like sort of fun and different games. They're sort of more old school in terms of figuring out a puzzle and exploring stuff. The other game I checked out is called Monster Loves You. The easiest way to describe this one is sort of a choose-your-own-adventure-style game, which won't make much sense to people who aren't familiar with that. It's kind of an old reference. There's not a whole lot of games like that anymore, I don't think. Some are starting to make a sort of resurgence in the mobile market as they're getting sort of revived in new iPad-slash-phone forms. But basically, you play a monster, and you pretty much read a story. The story has different options, and you get to choose from the options. And it's like, this thing happens to you. Are you afraid, or do you meet it head-on, and you're not afraid? And you get a pick. And it's like, one I remember is what they call the spine doctor, who's basically the healer of the village, is taking care of a fox. It says, go get this fox for me. And so you have the option to go get it quickly, or you can stand around and sort of take your time and do it cautiously. And so how you act will give you sort of different results in terms of stats. There are, I think, five stats. There might be six. But the different stats will sort of determine how you are as a monster. And you kind of want to stick to certain stats You know, you don't want to spread out too much because there will be certain challenges. I don't know what goes on in the background in terms of the challenge, 
but it will sometimes say something takes bravery. And if you choose that option, dice will like fly by the screen really fast, and you don't see an exact result of like what you rolled versus your bravery. So like I said, I don't quite know how it plays into it, but you can kind of tell from the text result if you succeeded or failed. So like I said, you kind of want to stick to certain things. You don't want to spread out too much. You want to sort of be like, I want to be this kind of monster and pick like a couple of different stats and always kind of make that choice. There are different sort of stages of life the monster will go through. And in each stage, you have a certain number of basically turns to do different things. And the different things will have sort of different categories. Like early on, you just have one category. But later on, you'll have a choice of go here and do this batch of things or go there and do that batch of things. I did play through twice and a lot of the options did seem the same. So it didn't seem to have a ton of replayability because you sort of knew what some of the options would be. Although on your first playthrough, that probably won't be the choice because the options that come up are just little icons and there's like no description of what they are. So you're kind of guessing by what the picture is as to what that challenge might be. Again, this is another one I think that would be really great for little ones. Again, not super little, maybe a little bit younger, but not probably too young. I'm not super great on knowing like how old kids are at certain stages of development. But I would, again, probably guess somewhere around maybe like eight years old to sort of pre-teens. I think late teens, they would find it kind of boring. But I found it really super fun. And, you know, I'm an old person that's an adult. And it was, you know, super fun for me. So, you know, it's kind of like sort of playing through a storybook. Oh, speaking of that, all of the artwork is sort of storybook-like. Like I said, it's sort of young child slash preteen adult style. So it is very sort of storybookish type art. And it's all very kind of crazy and different. It's not anything you would easily recognize in this world. The monsters are all very different looking. And the stuff, you know, in the background where the city is that they live is all kind of crazy parts that sort of look like real world things, but sort of look like just sort of a, a crazy take on things. The music is pretty cool, and it's very sort of fairy tale like I would call it. Seems to kind of change with the story you are currently playing through. And like I said, each sort of stage, you have multiple sort of small stories you will listen to. Some of them are only two or three things that you pick. Some are a little bit longer, like maybe five or six options that you'll go through. But they're pretty quick sort of stories you'll read. And then it's, you know, sort of like a chapter when you get to the end of that group. The first time I played through, it took me about an hour and 15 minutes to get to the end. And when I did, sort of the result of everything I'd done gave me a specific outcome. And that outcome was one outcome of a total of 14 different outcomes. So you can replay through it and see if you can get all of the outcomes it shows on the the sort of main screen. You can see which ones you've completed. So that could be fun to do. When I did try and play it through a second time, though, I got the same outcome. So even though my monster was very different, the result was still the same. So it might be a lot more difficult to do than 
you might think. But again, you know, if you have the sort of little ones that are in that sort of preteen sort of range, this might be one that they would enjoy quite a bit. Or if you're like me and you're sort of young at heart and might want to play something different, that would be good for this as well. This was also something from the Humble Bundle. So again, it's probably something pretty cheap on its own. Again, I didn't check the price on it. But it would be worth checking out if you might want to do a little bit different of a game, playing through sort of a a storybook type story. So I've played through Wolfenstein the Old Blood a little bit more. I might have actually been wrong on the perks. I did see something come up that looked like an achievement, but it actually sort of mentioned that I'd unlocked something, and so it kind of did look more like a traditional perk. But, again, looking around the main menu, looking around sort of the sub-menus, I could not find anywhere that described what perks I had, what I unlocked, what was potentially unlockable. So I'm still really confused on if there are or are not perks. Certainly not something you can say, hey, I want to go for a stealth build and you know specifically try for those kind of achievement perk things. Maybe it's listed in the Steam achievements, I don't know. But it did seem like it came from the game itself, not you know the Steam client version. So I would think that should be listed somewhere. At about the fifth hour of play, like I said, it took sort of a weird turn. I had completely forgotten that reviewers said that it takes this turn. But in the first five hours of the game, I was playing through, fighting the bad guys, and the bad guys were like super intelligent. They would take cover, they would flank, they would do all sorts of strategic things. There was a big mechanical dog that fought differently than the ground soldiers. And so everything was getting really smart and really tricky. And then at that fifth hour time, they had broken into a church and there was some kind of toxic thing that happened. And then everybody was a zombie. And then they're just sort of standing around waiting to be shot. And it's like they went from these super intelligent bad guys to bad guys that are just basically standing there or charging me in large number. I haven't played much since I got to that point, so I don't know if that will change. It seems kind of a weird turn. It's like really strategic and really intelligent, and then they go to sort of just slaughtering numbers of bad guys. So I don't know. I still really recommend it. It's still an awesome game so far. I do think that's a really weird turn that it's taking. But I think overall, you know, it's a very solid game from what I've seen so far, and you know, a very worthy continuation of the new series.
So that's it for this week's ramblings. No Pirates Treasure, which is very sad because I got my car insurance bill. And I guess they want a payment at the start of October, so before October 1st. Which is kind of sad because I remember it being like at the end of the month. So that's coming up in a few weeks. I should have the money for it. My friend person who said she wanted to have me do that job should give me some more money. And even if she doesn't, from what I have on me right now, I might have enough to pay for it. So I should be okay for that first payment. But after that, donations to help pay for that would be very much appreciated. Because I don't know, that's going to get very tight very quickly. I think I mentioned before, it's not a huge amount. It's only 30 bucks. But until I get my tax return in February, I don't really have any income I can count on. So donations are very greatly appreciated and will hopefully help me cover that. And I'll be okay until then. But that's all I can think of for this time. Like I said, I sound probably a little bit weird this time. But I will sound totally normal next time. And hopefully I'll see everybody next time. Okay, thank you. Bye. But I liked it quite a bit. The person got it to me on a humble bumble humble bumble. Bum, bum. The person that gave it to me gave it to me as part of a humble bum humble bum bum bum. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbits ramblings dot html when you type rabbits ramblings don't use the space if you would like to send me an email you can do so at rabbit at rabbit dot com if you like my page you can also post on facebook at rabbit dot com you can follow me on youtube at rabbit dot com i have a page on patreon at www.patreon.com slash rabbit, R-A-B-B, number one T. You can set up a monthly recurring subscription there at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number one in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright 2015 by Eric Stryker, a.k.a. Rabbit.